Oh my gosh. Hey, you guys, and welcome to the fourth episode of This Is Gonna Be Good. I'm Carol Scudder. And I'm Quentin Lamar. He's Quentin Lamar. I can speak for myself. I thought you could. I was just, I didn't, I just thought I should jump in. And no, I'm not going to say the number of the episode of every single one we do. I think I actually didn't say it for the third one. But just since since we're still in the, the early episodes, I'm still saying, it's the second one. It's the fourth one. Yeah. I wasn't going to say anything. I, I am happy that you will not be making that a, you know, <laughs> this is episode 20. Like, I don't it's mind you doing it for big ones. <laughs> it's the 12th one. Lucky 11. It's the 14th yeah, we one. No, I'll stop now. Uh, we, the fourth will be the last one. I will stop saying that. Okay. I don't know. I think we should do the 10th. Like the 10th is a good one. Like, that's oh, a sure. Good, no, when we get to number. that, we can say that. that yeah, that's our, we'll, we'll be in the tweens. 10th. But yeah, so it is our yeah. fourth episode, which I'm not going to say anymore. And it's just Quentin and I today. It's Super Bowl a Sunday, a little cozy, just us chickens checking in after recording three episodes with guests, which was super fun. And, and you uh, go back to counting again. Yeah, well, no, but that's in a different, that's just like reference. Saying after three episodes, we needed to check in. It's a snowy day here in New York. It is. It is snowy. Yeah. I know, like, it's amazing how <laughs> you actually get a winter when people can't drive and do a lot of things that harm the environment. Like, it's like, what a coincidence. Like, we can't do anything and boom. Oh, no, An actual on. winter with multiple slow. No, don't be James Inhofe coming into Congress with a snowball saying <laughs> because it snowed, there's no global warming. All right. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> I feel like we can see the effects of global warming and how that now that we don't have as much travel, look, now we have snow. I'm not saying it is like to refute I'm, it. I'm saying like this is proof that global warming and and yeah. carbon emissions are contributing to it. Because I don't when think you so. live in New York. When was the last time we when was the last time it snowed this much in New York? A couple years ago. It actually snows fair in, amount in New York. It's I, not snow this in the city. I, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. It is true. It, we had a blizzard and now it's snow days. It snowed for days last week and it's snowing yeah. like all next week. We're gonna Never. have a we're gonna have a scientist in as a guest for this because I don't think I don't think it works that way. But it, it is great. You think it works what way? I don't think I don't think that because we reduced emissions this one year, New York has a snowstorm in January. I don't think that's how it works. Or February, whatever. It's it is. February. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for that. I, you know what? We aren't experts. I could be wrong. I think you're wrong. But what did make a I difference, think, what you're right about, is that it, emissions did reduce and the, and the air was way cleaner, like almost immediately, as you'll rem remember that from March. Like, okay, within so a wait, week. Do you, not think, do you not think reducing carbon emissions will affect the weather? I don't, under, I don't, I don't here's, understand. Here's the thing. I think reducing carbon emissions made our air quality better almost instantly. I don't think it works so quickly that we're suddenly having that what you think is a sudden snowstorm or, or you think this is the weather we should be having in February and that we're having it because emissions were reduced and we're in a, a more normal weather pattern now. That's what you're saying, I right? I actually do think that. I don't think it's yeah. all of a sudden. This is like a year. I don't think it works I feel that like fast. a year. I feel like a year of reduced carbon emissions could contribute to this. I know that it snows in the city. I cannot remember. And I've been in New York for a while. How long? I cannot remember 
a time where it snowed and there was already still snow on the ground. That doesn't really happen. How long? How long? I've been here 10 years. Yeah. Okay. I think you're wrong about that. We'd have to go back and review the weather patterns, but I've lived here 30 years and every few years we have a big old snowstorm and sometimes it's weird times in October or whenever and sometimes it's now and sometimes it's in April. But I did just read today that between 2014 and now, which is 2021, we had the most high temperature. Every year was the most high temperature since 2014. So every year it's gotten, the earth has gotten hotter since 2014. So hotter and hotter. So that kind of blows your theory away because I don't think, anyway. we. You know what I'd love though, if we can find a climate scientist or somebody who knows this better. I haven't heard. I'd like to have. I haven't heard whether this year was hotter than last year. It was. It was. I didn't check, so. Yeah, it was. But I'm gonna I'm gonna check that. Yeah, we need to we need us obviously we need a scientist guest. If any of our listeners know a scientist guest, please give us his name or her name, their name, and we'll look for that. So we're gonna let's move on <laughs> the weather. I love the snow though, and the air was clean. Yeah, it's clean. nice. The air was clean. It's a nice change. Yeah, it's great. What else were we going to talk about today? We have a lot of current events that we can talk about. We had a lot of for sure big things going on. Like one of the things that I'm like probably the most excited about is Kamala passing the first tie-breaking vote in the yeah. Senate. Yeah, I have to say the- that kind of went by me for some reason, and I'm really glad you brought it up because not me. That black woman banged that gavel, and I was there for <laughs> it. I ate it up. It was like yeah. give me more of that. Like it's amazing. It was long overdue to see something completely because like you can tell by the way everybody voted down party lines yeah this is not something that would have happened otherwise and it's good to see what democratic control of the senate can do for sure it's been a minute so and great that it's a black woman doing it or a a black black half uh, southeast um, asian southeast asian or not southeast asian just south asian sorry uh jamaican woman who chose to become an adult woman without having a child the whole nine yards She's amazing. I actually don't know anything about her. Like, I haven't really. She chose not to have a child. I didn't even know that about her. I didn't really care about that. But I chose not to have a child, too. (laughs) I did, too, apparently. It's significant, though, because women are often devalued if they don't have children. And I think she made that choice for her career. Not that you can't have a career and have children, but it's just it's she's I just feel like she's the full package of a fully realized woman. Who's a, seems to be a great wife and a great stepmother and she, and professional woman mm-hmm. and everything and her stepkids love her and she cast that vote like you're talking about and she's going to cast a lot more votes. But yeah, we've got a freaking. I mean, res- I hope so. We've got a rescue bill. It's amazing. We needed it. I hope it's the beginning of other good legislation that can help people and help those who need and help make some change in this country that we really need right now. I think it will uh, be. This is what I voted for. We don't have yeah. to get into the whole $2,000, $1,400 thing, but yeah. this is what I voted for. Listen, so. if fourteen, if $1,400 is what'll pass, fine, bring it. The 600 was pitiful and ridiculous. And, and I'm still waiting for it, by the way. So, well, 
You know? All I know is that we better get a two thousand dollar package after this one because I was promised my two thousand. I hope I so. Want my two thousand dollars. I would like that. I just <clears> heard <throat> some folks today on the uh, on the face of the nation. I, I I hate face the nation. Sometimes I don't know why I watch it because I just end up yelling at the TV. But somebody said it's economists. Many leading economists say that stimulus checks is not. That's not writing somebody a check. Is not what helps the economy because a lot of it people used it to pay down their credit cards, et cetera. And I was just like yelling at the TV. And whoever they were interviewing didn't push back on that. It's, you're telling me that someone paying off their credit cards is not helping the economy? Yes, it is. You think they're not going to spend more money once they pay that down? I, I know that I paid off my credit card. Yeah, but does that not help <laughs> it, the economy? It does because I didn't yes. turn around and I bought other stuff. So yes, of course, that's, that's true. What I just you got give, out of debt. You give middle, and I, I wish I could afford to get out of debt. So far, I haven't. But you give middle income and lower income people money, we will spend it. That helps. No, the yeah, period. I don't disagree with that. I think that anyway. we we definitely should be helping everybody. Those of us who aren't able to work, like I'm not able to perform. I'm not. I'm not able to do. Right. Anything that I was doing to make money th this last year, and I'm lucky that I'm not in a position where it's like dire for me. Right. But I'm still not able to make my money. So I do think I'm owed. I'm owed what I got coming to me. Give me my damn money. Yeah, you know? well, we're, and, and we're, we're owed it. So no, Republicans or whoever would push back. They owe you. They owe you. I think they owe us because I think we owe each other. We are it. We are the government. And we put this money into the government. And we're having a, exactly. terrible, we're having a terrible time. And we need that money back. And just because like you're not like, homeless, is that, is that what you need to be to get help? No. I don't think so. We and don't then, need more I, people this, to be homeless. This whole argument that Democrats or liberals want big government, they want the government to take care of us and all this stuff that the right or people on the right side to say, yeah. hey, what am I paying taxes for if the government yeah. isn't going to formulate a pandemic plan? Yeah. I'm supposed to just pay you taxes and you don't do anything for me? So <laughs> what, let me carry a gun? That's, that's what, stupid. That's what they want. That's what they think. You that is stupid. Want. It is stupid. And then we saw the the hypocrisy because the minute that they have people in there doing what they wanted, oh, yeah. then the government couldn't be big enough. The right. government could come in and protect statues and, and do all this <laughs> shit. So it's just... And Man, statues, I'm tired. I, I, I am not listening to any more Republican legislation. They can keep that shit. No, I agree with you. They've actually lost to me. They've lost their they've almost lost their right to give an opinion because they fucked up so badly. Like they've got us in such a giant freaking mess that's of their making with their shitty president and backing their shitty line president and all that stuff. I don't think it's I don't think you get to weigh in. You set fire to the building. I don't think you get to weigh in on how much water we use to put that fire out. I think it's I, I, I do think that they did. I think there's definitely a there's blame to go around for almost everybody. And I'll tell you why. OK, because <laughs> the turnout for the 2016 election was abysmal. Yeah. And I think that is something that we all have to own. We all know people who didn't vote, who were disillusioned, whatever their reasons were. Yeah. Yeah. That contributed to how we how Trump etched himself in. And that's how we got a lot of where we are. And yes, Republicans have been spinning. Agree. Disinformation, misinformation. They've been doing that for years. Yeah. But they found the right puppet for it. And we let that happen. We all let that happen on our watch. I agree with that. And so, yes, they did. They did a majority of the damage but we all have to own up to how we disconnected from politics and in the future i would like to not be into politics or have to be so into politics the way i have been but i understand that when all this happened i was at the the time where the age where i didn't really care too much about politics mm -hmm. i didn't see how 
important that was. And now I see how important it is. So I hope that we learn our lesson. We all vote. We all do what we need to do right. to keep trash from going back into the White House again. That is a really good point, Quentin. And I'm really, you're right. You're right. It's not all their fault. Mm-mm. We all made this mess. A lot of it's their fault because they didn't stay. Yeah. They embraced that candidate. That's the thing. Like, I mean, well, you can Democrat, you can fault Democrats all you want. I agree with you. We do messed up stuff all the time, but we wouldn't back somebody like that. We wouldn't back such a like your base wouldn't like there was. I think what Trump did was he or rather his administration showed how not necessarily how racist Republicans were as a whole, because I don't think all the Republicans are racist. Right. But it showed how comfortable republicans are with racist people in their party how mo- how comfortable white people are period mm-hmm. with racist people in their lives yeah and how how much it takes to finally push back and be like okay now that's enough that's too much so being able to do that a lot of trump from what i can see a lot of trump or stephen miller whoever you want to say jared Kush, whoever's in charge mm-hmm. of that administration i think they banked on if white people knew that it was okay to be racist they would be. And that the only reason that they weren't was because they would be punished for it or it was not in vogue. But if you make it where it's okay and you can do all these things mm-hmm. that the white people will come and to a certain extent, they will. I guess. Yeah. I, I honestly will never understand it. I, 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 I cannot imagine supporting someone who came down an escalator with his trophy wife saying Mexicans are rapist or whatever. I can't imagine voting for that person. And that was day one, you know, and, As, and, I mean, but and I mean, here we I, are with everything. Yeah, you're right. With everything well, he's done, we we're sitting up here and holding our breath to see if he'll actually get punished for it. And that is, yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're dealing with here. There are people who would rather not punish him despite right. the fact they're losing elections or losing seats. They'd still rather not upset his base. Yeah, no, child. I watched Lindsey Graham today on Face the Nation. Just his little voice just quivering on the edge of tears. And I wondered, has he been on the verge of tears for the last nine months? And I just didn't notice. Was he always on the verge of tears? She's it, she's sensitive. She, Lindsey's yeah. a sensitive soul, mm. uh, a, a, a spineless person. Oh, Lord uh, help her. Lord help her. But I was telling, I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and I was like, we should completely railroad them, push through everything we want. They didn't. Um, yeah, we have to compromise with us. Don't compromise with them. Yeah. And completely depower them in front of their base. Yeah. I actually like what Biden's doing, attempting to compromise. And then so that if it doesn't work, which it's not going to work because they're not going to cooperate, then you mm-hmm. can. It's not going to work. Yeah. That's what we can say in the midterms. We've got them on video and audio pushing back against helping Americans in every way, shape or form. If we can't win the midterms. I don't know what the hell, like we've got to win the midterms and we've got plenty of it. it, It's rough for them because you have people, a huge part of their voting base doesn't believe that voting counts. And even from what we saw with the people who stormed the Capitol, a significant number of them didn't vote in the election period. So they're having the problem that we've seen before in a lot of groups where Mm -hmm. they feel like their vote doesn't matter. And then of course that doesn't work out well for them. And I feel like we have a shift from a lot of black and brown people who are realizing that your vote does matter. Yeah. So they don't understand that everybody's vote matters, but they, they got this mindset where only one group's it, it's just, it's, it's just, but it's a problem of their own making. So yeah. 
And when black and brown people yeah. didn't think their vote mattered, they had people who were literally trying to disenfranchise them. Oh. Nobody tried to disenfranchise these white people and they convinced themselves that the votes don't matter. So right. I really don't give a fuck how they work that out. Honestly. In various states, I, I haven't done the research on this, but I, you know, various states in the last couple of weeks have been trying to pass a- anti-voting legislation. I can't remember how many states it is, but they're still pushing, like pushing mm-hmm. to increase increase voter ID restrictions and reduce the. Post- they have to. Yeah, they have like, to because they no they, they have don't have to, the numbers. They have well, they have to change their fucking way they work. Then they've got to change it. They've got to stop trying to win by cheating and limiting voting. It's just stop for God's sakes. I know they're not going to, but it's just they're not going to. I don't understand just doubling down and doubling down on crime and cheating and lying. Certain and, kinds of crime. It's crime. It's it's criminal yeah. to under undermine people's vote, to undermine our election system, to take away people's vote. We're not seeing enough. We're not seeing enough done by that. You have both. You have yeah. them thinking that we stole an election, and there's no repercussions. We see them actively storm the Capitol, doing all these things to prevent democracy. I don't see enough happening to them. All that's doing is making everybody less confident in law, less confident in this country. And honestly, I do think it's taking us closer towards towards a civil war in the future. That I disagree with. For me personally, I'm more confident in in the systems, the checks and balances than I was four years ago. I'm we'll not see, more, we'll I'm not more confident with sort of legal justice like there's too many especially black people being arrested being brutalized etc and and not enough white officers or any officer for that matter white or whatever being prosecuted for that that there's not been enough progress on that front but as far as like the courts holding against Donald Trump that happened and that's huge that's one reason we it, were able to win this election because all the tried all the tricks he's tried didn't work. That. All the tricks they didn't work. And what Stacey Abrams and those other women in Georgia were able to pull off, that worked against all odds. There's hope. I, I feel like that's one of our themes the, in every show. Is there hope? I think the big, I, I think the hope lies in the fact that there are people who, honestly, if I'm going to be like really candid about it, I think the hope is that what's needed from for what Trump wants to happen or what certain part of the Republican party wants to happen with disenfranchisement and and just overt racism. Yeah. It's it. The problem with it is that one core thing is that all white people can't get along and you need more white people to get on board with that, to make that. Okay. And I don't see that (laughs) happening. Wait, wait, I don't, I don't. What what do we need to get on board with? white people have to be able to like it back in the 60s or 50s or slavery whatever i think more white (laughs) people were on board with this idea of disenfranchisement and racism and Mm. all that and that's not the case anymore yeah i think less people i don't think are on board less people and i have to say that i'm not really one to be optimistic about the white public yeah but i don't think there's enough white people at least not quite enough to do what they would like to do. Well, and I think that was proved during the election. Biden won by a large amount and even won the Electoral College, which needs to be abolished immediately. But yeah, that's hopeful. And I mean, I, I, I agree. I didn't. It just still sucks that it's so it still sucks that it's so it should be a lot better by now. It should be a lot better to being, give you perspective, to give you perspective as bad as yeah. it is. This is still the best time in recent history with the last like 400 years for me yeah. to be a black person. As yeah, bad no. as this is, 
It's true. So that should let you know how bad things have been. So Freaking speaking fact. of, it is a fact. So speaking of people not being held accountable, especially white people, <laughs> we have the news of Roger Stone Roger being Stone. seen with Oath Keepers <laughs> before the insurrection. Yeah. yeah, he's really not been held accountable, has he, old Roger? Mm-mm. No. I'd like the person who comes up with his wardrobe to be held accountable. I guess that's him. I mean, I don't know why he dresses like a Bond villain from the 60s. I don't personally understand. I, he looks like a Muppet. It's creepy. Like he, it's creepy. He, he, it's looked like somebody made Bert from Sesame Street a person. <laughs> like he, no. Like he, he has like this like Mr. Potato Head thing where yeah. I feel like you can take off his nose and like maybe replace it with an ear. Like, Oh, yeah. He's a very creepy looking person. I watched... That documentary, what is it called? It was really good. I would um, buy that Mr. Slow Potato Burn. Head. Oh, oh, I didn't watch Slow Burn yet. It's good. Okay. You should definitely watch it. It was so good. Like I told you, like the whole Nixon thing, that all happened before my time. There was a lot that I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. And he like he has interviews in it. And like, the minute I saw him, I was like, wait a minute. You were involved in this? Yes, with Manafort. Like, and, and you with didn't Paul go to, Manafort. And you didn't go to jail. I had no idea. It's like, like the longest running show in the world. It's who the hell brought these people back for another show? Jesus Christ. I was ignorant. I was ignorant. I was like, so wait a second. I straight. didn't know that so, either. I was a child when that happened. I was shocked a couple of years ago. And it was like, wait, Paul Manafort and Roger Stone were with. Oh, Jesus. yeah. Come on. And like somehow he was like, because he was an aide, he wasn't. I'm sitting there, I'm standing up like watching the like red hair and like you had something to do with it. I know you had something to do with it. I don't care if you were like 20 some years old. You had something to do with it. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. He's You're too evil not to. Nixon and so, on his back or whatever. It's disgusting. It's it's It was crazy, but I definitely recommend that to you and to everybody listening. It was Slow very, very good. Very well done. I open it really. And more it. needs to come out about him hanging out with the oath, oath keepers and, and this photo. And he's behind mm. getting rid of Al Franken too. Al Franken needs mm. to come back. We need him back on the scene. Roger Stone. We need to apologize to him quite frankly. Yeah, for sure. He was framed. For Roger how, Stone took yeah. him down. And that we could do a whole episode on that. I don't want to get into the whole thing, but you can read the article by Jane Mayer in the New Yorker about Al Franken. You can Google it. It's amazing. And it just, it tears the case against him apart, just piece by piece. It was ridiculous that he was gone and people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and, oh my God, I forgot his name. The other, there's several other senators and Congress people that gave speeches the day they attacked, the, the day they rioters attacked the Capitol. Gave yeah. they, and they're accessories. Those people are still there and freaking Al Franken got kicked out. Are you kidding me? Anyway. Oh, there's that who did get held accountable Lou Dobbs. yes Lou Dobbs did got, he fired. got fired <laughs> thank fine. God it's fine with me I, I think he should have retired a long time ago he looks he's another Mr. Potato Head character he's sure. a really he spreads a lot of hate for somebody who's practically dead like he's awful <laughs> just like I watched his show he's like I, I've never seen anything really I, I've heard about him I knew about him but I watched his show like maybe a few years ago and I was like this is like racism porn this is yes ridiculous it was and that racism he, porn. i just i couldn't do it i'm so happy that he got held accountable. i'm assuming that a lot of people are going to end up getting fired though because this is a this is a big thing i don't know if they didn't think this would happen like i saw hannity is supposed to be um held accountable oh in my some god that'd be too, amazing which, well, they're getting sued there's a the thing they're getting there's this ginormous lawsuit mm-hmm. against fox from Dominion Voting Machine, and I forgot the name. I think it's Smartmatic. Smartmatic, Smartmatic yeah. That's the umbrella fake. company that, that Dominion, I think, is under the Smartmatic company, under that That's umbrella. That's like the most 80s sounding name for a, a corporation. <laughs> like, you know, 
Yeah. Smartmatic computers. Smartmatic is adorable and Dominion, it's scary sounding, but apparently mm-hmm. they're not bad or evil companies and, and they have good voting. They have good voting machines and they work and they're getting, they're suing the hell out of all these, all these stations. It's amazing. I, I'm, I was shocked to see it. I remember thinking like when this whole thing, like when they first started saying all this stuff, I remember telling my husband, I was like, if these things, we we're saying these things are proven to be true in court. I was like, why aren't they being sued for this? If this was my company, uh-huh. I would sue them. And I don't, I guess it took the, they wanted to make their case and take their time because they yeah. made them like preserve tweets and all this stuff. But my mind went there instantly. Yeah. I was like, if this was, if these were, if I would be suing. Like you're lying. You make people not trust my shit. Yeah, they were losing. They they do the elections for other countries too, like the Philippines and different companies Mm -hmm. were different countries were saying like, oh, we don't want to use your voting machines anymore. We're afraid. And yeah, I guess they were just like, you know what? F this ass. We're suing y'all. And it's freaking them out. Hitting them where the money is. I don't I don't have high hopes. I don't have a a lot of (laughs) hope and justice in this country, but I would hope that they would be held accountable for these lies, which everybody knew. Yeah. I'm going to assume everybody knew where lies. They had to. I yeah, mean. but no, you can't assume that. Sadly, there's all these people that believe. I just had an interaction on social media with somebody yesterday who chimed You're in. You're not arguing online, are you? You're a not arguing bit. with just people a online bit. A little bit. Carol, a little no. bit. A little bit. In 2021, we are not have, arguing with people online anymore. I'm not arguing. I just, I had, I have a black friend in, in North Carolina who I just I feel for him because he lives in a very conservative place and he posts stuff and there's a couple people that always pile onto his things and mm. they're white people of course and I just try to jump no in surprise. And I try to jump in and give him support once in a while and this person was just like he posted the article I think it was from the New York Times about Trump having appropriated funds from his election fund uh, whatever I'm not saying the right like word. 200 million right yeah, from, from his, his campaign exactly his personal finances exactly. yeah and this guy that was pushing back at my friend was like no that's a lie blah 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 and I was like no he's the most corrupt person ever and he was before and he was after and there's literally thousands and thousands of articles <laughs> to research this and he was like that's a lie and it's just We're- if I it's mean, a lie, then where did that money go? It didn't overturn the election. This, he didn't I just felt do sorry for this court, guy. I, so went to, I went to high school with this guy, and he I guess he's not very smart. Whatever. But it's, it requires a full disconnection from reality to not understand that Donald Trump is a corrupt person who has always been corrupt. And, and the same token, by the same token that Fox News lies to you all the time. It takes full disconnection from reality to not recognize that you are being lied to that degree. So that's yeah. all all to say that, no, there are people who do not understand that's a lie. People like Roger Stone, yeah, they understand it's a lie because he's a sociopath. Yeah. Trump understands because he's a con man. And a sociopath. He's a con man. Yeah, he's definitely a con man. I have therapist friends who say that, that he, you can't be a narcissist and a sociopath at the same time, but I don't think that's true. I think he's managed it. I think he's got the full psychotic bingo card. Of, uh, he's been a first in tradition breaker in a lot of ways <laughs> exactly. and I think that's he doesn't observe, <laughs> he, observe just, he doesn't observe the norms of psychological health he's no he he does not he's screw <laughs> that I'm gonna do me I'm gonna show you as somebody who like I remember seeing him in like home alone and all that stuff like Ugh. he was on fresh burns he yes. is he's a household name like Donald Trump was a household name yeah. and Ugh. I had no idea I used to watch the apprentice I had no idea that he was a piece of shit oh and I knew it I knew it because anybody who catered in New York knew Donald Trump was a piece of shit. And I catered in New York for a mm. long time. So 
it was news to me. And well known to all wait staffs everywhere. I had no idea that I would hate his family so much because they were all on The Apprentice. So I had no idea that I would hate them so much. Mm. I was just like, yeah, it's bad. So they're awful. I do think he's definitely a narcissist. He's it's weird because like people were like talking about Melania and like how he's a he's a malignant malignant narcissist. Just to be correct. So she's he's taking the stuff and like he's making everything about him. Now Melania's doing it. I'm like, I was like, I wonder if that's because like after a while you do become like your spouse in a way. Just from that's why she was attracted to him. No, I think she. I think that's they. I think they actually. I think they have that in common. That could be true, yeah. but I think that I don't know. I do think like she I think that she might be have been a bit of an opportunist and Oh sure. Yeah. That's where she got what she got. But I do think certain things about him may have rubbed off on her. And that yeah. might have been one of them. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. They could just she could just been shitty from the beginning. You I know. think she was shitty from the beginning. <laughs> That's my because like know. apparently they they didn't like her back in Slovenia. Sokovia or wherever she comes from. Slovenia. Where, She's from Slovenia. <laughs> where they put that that statue up. Oh right. Her, I don't know. I forgot about so that. So she wasn't popular then. I don't know. Yeah. She's not a good person. All right. And what else we have here? I have a li- we have a list of things to talk about. Well, we are celebrating the one-year anniversary of the first COVID death. Well, we're not uh, celebrating 500, it. 500,000. We're observing f- it. 500,000 dead later. That it's is sad. You mean it's sad, though. Mind-blowing. Yes. It's mind-blowing, Yeah. honestly. I remember hearing about the first COVID death. I was yeah. I was like, wow, like this is a big deal. And now here we are. And it's just like, oh, every day. But did you understand how big a deal it was at first? It took me into mid-March to get it. I didn't get it. I knew it was a big deal. Okay, first of all, I want to explain. Like, when I was a kid, Uh one of the movies that scared the hell out of me, there were two movies that scared the hell out of me as a kid, growing up as a kid in the 90s. One Uh was Terminator, Uh where I realized the threat of nuclear war. So, like, I was one of those kids that was afraid of nuclear war. And then Outbreak came out. (laughs) (laughs) And then Outbreak came out when I was, like, in elementary school. And I remember... Oh God! Being upset about the the concept of a global pandemic, and so I I was one of those kids that like I studied things. I read a lot of comic books. So my parents I, I didn't like to read as a child. Uh huh. So my parents were like, "Since you don't like to read, how about we get something you do read?" So they gave me comic books. Right. And I got really into comic books, and they taught me about a lot of things. And one of the big cornerstones in, sci- in comic books is science. Like almost That's everybody cool. is yeah. a scientist. And so I got really um, interested in science and stuff. So I remember like studying about the 1918 pandemic and all oh these different God. things and how it works. And I couldn't good. really understand a whole lot of it, but yeah, but good on you. That's awesome. By the time we got here last year, I knew that we had a big problem, which is wow. why I haven't pretty much fucking left my house since. We, I know that not only do we have a big problem with this, we have an even bigger problem if we have some kind of, everybody's afraid about the bats. If we have some kind of bird flu or a different kind yeah. of avian flu, because we have so many like chicken facilities and there's so many mm. around the country where this could get really bad, that would be actually worse than what we have now. Yeah. So I was like really into, okay, this is, I knew wow. this was a big deal and I knew this was bad. And, okay. when, I, and when the first death happened, I was like, Okay, now people are starting to die from it. Uh-huh. This is were you following like, you know, it? Oh, it's no different than the flu. Because the first death here, but there were deaths already in China. So were you following what was happening? I was following it in Wuhan. Okay, I was following it, and from the minute it happened in Wuhan, 
I knew it was going to come here because of when I figured out the, the incubation period, how much travel there is from China to everywhere. I knew it was going to come here. It was only a matter of time. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is so many people that I know started to get really sick in December oh. and had no idea what it was. Like I heard so many people saying like, I'm sick. I have a fever and nobody knows what's wrong with me. My doctor doesn't know. I heard that from three different people. I had a really crazy cold in uh, end of December mm. into January. That was not like anything I'd ever had before. Yep. And but. I heard that from a lot of people. I don't think what I had was COVID because it wasn't really a cough, but I don't know. It was very weird what I had. And I, I also have friends that had a similar experience. Yeah. And I, I was and like I don't something have an explanation. like, yeah. and I drew the line between what was happening in Wuhan. I knew it would get here or that mm -hmm. it was here way before that because I know how it travels. So I work in a theater. I, I put on a weekly, a monthly show and right. we would do weekly rehearsals. This is a theater that has all kinds of people. It's in the, the East Village. Right. Yeah, I know that theater. All kinds of people. Yeah, all yeah. kinds of people come in. And so, like, I saw people in the theater get sick, like, all around me, like, really sick. And I was doing a play huh. in January. And the lead was so sick that in between rehearsals, she would have to lay down on the stage. And it was, like, a whole thing. And I myself felt weird. I had, like, this really weird thing where I was, like, really sick for, like, two days. Like, where I thought I was going to, like, passed out from exhaustion uh-huh and then it went away really quick so i don't know if it was COVID, but it was i've never felt like that before mm -hmm. and i've also never had the flu so i don't really have anything to compare it to oh okay i've had the flu before so you could have had that you probably didn't have COVID. i probably didn't either but i'm not sure it is just odd and i have it was something i've never had before so you know, it just i had stuck out to me. two friends that had a similar experience in late january early february and they did have covid because they later tested positive yeah. for uh, antibodies so anyway it's just i remember Scary. this lady when they had the first one of the first press conferences when trump was when we find out later he actually knew it was serious but was pretending it wasn't and there was a woman with fauci i forgot her name but she said something like I'm all I'm talking to my local school districts about how she basically said something about America needs to we need to think as a nation about uh, closing schools. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? And that lady did not get to go on stage anymore. She disappeared. Fauci mm -hmm. mentioned her just recently. I for totally forgot her name, but like she was a doctor and that was her job was to make the statement that she made. And they snatched her right off that stage. But that's yeah. when I started to get the memo that like, oh, this might be a big deal. That was probably around March 9th or something like that. And just a couple I days was already later, freaking we, did, out. we did the shutdown. It was just a couple days later for that. And I, the, even I then, have, I was thinking like, oh, this is all right. So what is this? Two, three weeks? Okay. Oh, is this a, a month? Okay. Oh, my six weeks. Oh, wait, what is this? Three months? I just could not wrap three my months brain. Four, it, I had guests come and visit Oh, and they God. stayed with us for a weekend right before we shut down. And I was nervous about that. Oh, my God. And okay. like I knew, like I said, I was freaking out before they were like, shut everything out. I stopped doing, I started social distancing about a month before the shutdown. Wow. And the only reason that I let those people come, because they're friends of, of me and my husband, and they had already made plans. Yeah. And I felt very weird because I knew we weren't there and isolate yet, but I still felt very nervous about it. And then one of them had a cold and I was like freaking out. I was cleaning everything. I was like, Oh my God. I can't so believe like, you were I so, promised. you were so prescient on this. 
I was not surprised. And then yeah. when everybody was like, oh, a month to slow the spread, I was like, yeah, okay. You knew. Sure. Because you're because I knew. I knew we'd be like, and I was able to I was able to to prepare for it. That's good. It's better. I'm lucky. I went to two Chinese New Year's dinners. <laughs> not one, but two banquets with fifty to hundred people, like back to back. Oh my God. Anyway. No, I was I shut down. I didn't even start wearing masks. That. So until, now here we are, five hundred thousand yeah. deaths. Which it's it's uncomfortable. Well, I didn't have a reason to wear masks because I like start stop being around people. Well, I started. I I was still going to the grocery um, store and stuff, and I, I came on board with masks mid March and never looked back. But it took me a minute for sure. But yeah, no, the number of deaths. So yeah, is astounding and wrong and horrible. And it's not just the deaths; it's these long long term symptoms that some people have and. Uh, a child, yeah. a nine-year-old child just died two days ago. People say it doesn't wow. affect children, and it, that's not true. I still don't know what's the right decision on schools. I'm and glad it. That's glad not I even the first kids. nine-year-old. That's no, not even not. the first nine-year-old I've heard of, which is no, it's not. So sad. It, it's a small number of the children that I get it so seriously, but it, it, it's not. It's not zero. So if you're a parent, what are you supposed to do? And I, I was a kid with asthma, so I. You would have been that's high risk. Like you know, that's a, I would have been high risk, mm -hmm. and that's that's scary like as parents i don't know like i have my sister has two kids who are under the age of 12 mm. and i don't know exactly how old they are i'll admit that okay. but <laughs> I, I know they're under the age of 12 these are your niece and, and nephew these are your my niece and my nephew and then uh -huh. i have two nephews one niece i had our older nephew who unfortunately passed away oh, last yeah, two I years remember. ago. He was 20, almost 21 at the time, unfortunately. But so now I, I have my two nephews and my niece. And I think my oldest nephew was like maybe 13. And then they're all younger than him. And so I don't, I couldn't imagine having to deal with whether or not to send them to school. She's been going through hell, like, like teaching them from home. I'm sure trying to keep them, whatever. She's also missing back to work. She works for the state. So she's missing back to work. And I'm like, hey, I've never been more happy that I decided like Kamala to not have children. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have to worry yeah, about that. I have to say, I don't know who's going to take care of me when I'm older, but I'm glad I don't have to worry about this right now. I can look in, look in on you for at least about 30 years. <laughs> so. Oh, there you go. That's great. That's perfect. Like close to 30 years. You know, I, why, I got your back. But then why, after that, you're solo. That's why I had a young friend. You're my young friend. And you're a woman, friend. so you could possibly still outlive me. So That's true. I could. <clears throat> and I'm yeah. very competitive, so I might. You're a Leo. I'm a Leo, too. I get it. That's right. What else you got? So, yeah. Super Bowl. Uh, Super well, Bowl today. Super Bowl. I, 17. I don't like sports. Sports, I, I was forced to play sports growing up, so I have a love-hate relationship with sports. Like Dang really, man. I don't really, I'm not a fan of the Chiefs or the Buccaneers, so I don't really care about who wins. I who are they? Are they the people it. that are playing the game? <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. So we have people <laughs> with a racist name, the Kansas City Chiefs, playing uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are like, I'm only going to assume. I'm pretty Florida, sure, so. aren't Pirates upset about that? That their names uh, being co-opted. I don't know. We should ask the hedge fund people and investment bankers what they think about <laughs> if they're offended. The yeah, if they're offended go. by the representation. That is a very that's very clever. I like it. 
Yeah, supposedly the um, Chiefs slid by because they're, I don't know, somehow they're making an argument that it's just the generic word Chief. I don't know. Is it? Okay. That's why there's an arrowhead in the, okay. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. People just aren't talking about it. I think the whole world's just, we're just exhausted right now. Let's let this one slide. Let's let the, let's throw the Native Americans we'll to up. the Hey, shit. we closed the XL pipeline thing. Hey, just let's let us have the Super Bowl. Bullshit. We better, as <laughs> I want us all to come together as the Democrat Party, Black people, Asian people, yeah. Latino people, Indigenous people. Let's get those fucking things renamed. We need to get these sports to- teams names sorted. Immediately, we, we need to and, get that shit out because, yeah. I, as a black person, that outrages me. Because if it was like yeah. the Miami Mammies, that would not <laughs> that be would that not would not be, be allowed. No, or it wouldn't or, have gone on know, this long. It wouldn't have gone on this long. No Alabama Jigaboos. No, that would not no. be a thing. <laughs> I and can't I even say that. No, it's not good. You shouldn't. I will. I will. And I will drag you on the internet, Carol. And I will not say it. But I'm glad you said it. I will get Black Twitter on you. And You'll have I'm to glad you said account. it, and I agree. It would be a very bad name for a sports team. Yeah, it's so stupid. I don't. It's- but speaking of the Super Bowl, this is the 17th anniversary of Janet Jackson being sold out by Justin Timberlake by having her boob exposed right on stage at the Super Bowl, which has always kind of remember angry. that. I remember that. Yeah. Well, I just don't pay attention to any of that stuff. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like the way that she was treated in any way, shape or form in that exchange. It was not cool. It was really uh, shitty. And you think and it was intentional? Really... Intentional by who? Like from the, I don't know. the like, network like... or from Justin Timberlake? Because I have all the, feelings all the about above. That. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was easier to make it her like, oh, we didn't know she was going to do this. or Oh, it was just her own thing. And is that what I he really, said? It left. That's basically it was called a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, now I remember. So they that. made it seem like it was a mistake. And my and thing as is a that woman Justin with Timberlake big boobs, threw her under the bus. As a woman with large breasts, I will tell you they are all often trying to escape. You do you have done to bragging, Carol. You do it's not a brag. It's just a freaking <laughs> it's a cross that I it's a cross that I bear. You try to buy it's clothes. across your heart that you've had to bear. It's across my heart. This these letters in the alphabet should not be so high. <laughs> I have to mail order my bras because they don't sell them in stores. All right. And it, it's not good or fun or enjoyable in any way, shape or form. If I could afford it, I would get a breast reduction or right now. So I'm just telling well, I mean, you the, the wardrobe we, malfunction. Uh, if you're dancing and whatnot, it could easily they do want out. They want out. That's not really what happened with <laughs> Janet Jackson. He literally ripped. Oh, off I remember. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah, my it, it left gross. a bad taste in my mouth about Justin sure. Timberlake because I feel like he left her out there. He no, I didn't feel like he definitely did left her out there on her own. <clears throat> and yeah. there was this big outrage. She was never. She's never performed since. She won't be asked back. And. Well, she's it's, performed, it's really but shitty. she didn't perform at the Super Bowl. She hasn't performed. Yeah, she's performed. Like she still has like huge concerts. I was supposed to go to one of her concerts last year. Oh. It was one of the many things that had to be canceled that I had planned. Of the I swear, like the year that I had like the most shit planned is the year oh, I had wow. to cancel everything. Like it's I've never had so much packed in a year. Wow. I had it, literally no plans for twenty twenty. <sighs> well. I was I, normally I would say that's sad, but you're I was planning lucky, a wardrobe so. malfunction, but because of the COVID nineteen, <laughs> I've only worn yoga pants and sweatshirts uh, the whole time. So yeah, I've I'm really I've really put my lounge wear through the ringer this year. Like it's not it's like waking up in the morning. It's just wear. It's, it's not. Just, it's just clothes. 
That's like you wake up in the morning and then you start like the day long process of getting ready to go back to bed. <laughs> it's been like I have all these stains like from eating all my clothes. Oh. I'm out like it's been bad. Like I, I'm not uh, proud of it, but I'm still alive, though. So you are. You shouldn't <clears throat> be ashamed at all. You should not be ashamed. Um, you have big Super Bowl food plans. Do you have some sort of special? No, no. Oh, like, we. I, hey, I bought- first of all, my husband said that and he actually tweeted that. He's so happy that this year he doesn't have to make him an excuse to get out of Super Bowl party. Oh, yeah. Very happy been, about I've it. I've been to maybe one, maybe two of those in my entire life, and I regret both of them are hours I will never get back. I like Super Bowl parties because I like getting around with people. I like drinking. I like eating snacks that people make. I like watching the commercials. Mm. I don't mind watching the, the game, especially if it's a team I really like. Um, Listen <clears> to <throat> this. Listen to this. This is This is amazing. This was a, a few years ago. I don't remember which year it was. Super Bowl Sunday. My husband, Peter, wants to go see a film about a modern dancer named Pina Bosch at BAM. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great. <laughs> this is why I married you. I had never even heard of Pina Bausch. <laughs> I think I'm saying it wrong. Pina Bausch. It was amazing. It was a great film. And I was just so excited that I was married to a man who was straight. He's not gay. But he wanted to go see a documentary by Pina Bausch on Super Bowl Sunday. And I was like, and I love you more than ever, I says to him. Yeah. But we're I mean, gonna we're gonna watch part of this stupid game today. I don't know. We'll see. I bought some chicken. I mean, wings. that's cool. I'm gonna make chicken Ooh, wings. Yeah. That's good. That's, I think that's cool that he wanted to do that. Like from you and like Queens, like that's a little bit of a track. We lived in Brooklyn at the time, but but we lived oh. in Greenpoint. So it actually wasn't very far from BAM, but Okay, because I live close to BAM. Oh, okay. Now I'm like I could walk there. That I was a good place to see movies before but, the. Oh, I've seen a lot. I saw Black yeah. Panther there. I've before seen. The I've pandemic. seen some good stuff there. Yeah, I like the vibe of Bam. It's a very nice artistic. They also have. Well, I think it's the first Monday of every month. They have like a poetry slam, oh. which is like really cool. But wait, you don't have in, a in special case snack. To check that out. You like snacks. You like Super Bowl parties. I, mean, I love snacks. You're not doing some I'm special really boring, thing. Though. No, like we won't even, if you really want to know, we'll probably end up like watching the Britney Spears documentary today. Oh That's pretty God. much what we'll probably end up doing, which also is another reason why people hate Justin Timberlake, bringing it back to that. They don't like how he treated her. I'm like, well, he oh. also was shitty to Janet Jackson, just putting that out there. So yeah, know. that's probably like what we'll end up doing and snowing. Yeah. Uh, I And I'm as far as snacks, like I'm really basic. Like I love pretzels. That's very what? boring of me but who the hell loves pretzels? I love pretzels are you kidding i love them i That's love them bizarre. Like, I, give me pretzels and beer and i'm fine like you, anything else is gravy i have never heard anyone say they love pretzels <laughs> i love bread i love bread you love bread like, Copra. Bread. Yeah. i see and i love cool pretzels. this just makes you even more fascinating to me than you already were like, wow, you're more boring than I thought you were. No, I'm literally yeah. fascinated that you love pretzels. I had never met kidding. anyone who loved pretzels until you. This is exciting. I like pretzels. With, I love if you have like fra- flavor pretzels, like buttermilk ranch flavor pretzels or <laughs> anything like that. I, I love oh it to be like God. a little bit of special, but I see. Other than that, some dip, like some maybe some cheese dip or whatever. But wow, okay. Chef's kiss for me. I'm very easy to please. That's very amazing. Okay. So in closing about the Super Bowl, I feel that Janet Jackson is owed an apology. Yeah. And in light of everything else, so is Colin Kaepernick. 
So the I only thing like- that the only thing I agree with you there too. The only thing that would make the game really worthwhile to you is if they came out and before the game started, apologize to Colin Kaepernick, apologize to yes. Colin to Jan- Janet, Janet Jackson, Jackson yes. and announced before the game that they were changing the name of the Chiefs. Yes. Right then, before the game. That would be much better. All of that would be good. I would be much more excited about it if any of those things were happening. And they should just, like, change the Buccaneers to, like, the Tampa Bay stockbrokers. And then just put change that <laughs> pirate Tampa symbol Bay. to the Dow to, like, the NASDAQ symbol. And the just be Tampa like... Tampa Bay's... <laughs> I like it. That's pretty I mean, funny. seriously, that's what they are. Is this... Uh-huh. Calling a spade, so to speak. It's another expression I can't use anymore that you probably shouldn't use no. i probably shouldn't even though i think it refers to cards i don't know what it refers to it does it's not racial but it's Still. racial if you make it racial so if you went there then i'm gonna have to tell you no Karen. i don't no. i don't i don't say it it's one of those old sayings that i heard from my grandmother um, yeah no me too i think it's about wait, cards she, she has some good ones though my my favorite is shape up or ship out that's a good one yeah sure <sighs> She always thought she was really throwing something on me when she said that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> Shape up or uh, ship let's out. See. I'm going to skin you alive. Anybody ever say that to you? I've That's very Southern. It's not good. Slap the back black off you. Oh, ouch. Um, that hurts. I remember once she told me I had more mouth than a cow had ass. Oh, goodness. Mother. Um, I was a little mouthy as a child. I'll give her that. That's, um, that's not surprising. <laughs> i don't know that my grandmother she has such an interest in childhood like i i remember one time i was like stuck with her my mother was like actually it was super bowl sunday too oh boy i think about it my mother went shopping and my grandmother came to visit her mother and my grandmother showed up while my mom was gone and my mother was like i called my mother and i was like grandma's here and i was the only one home <clears throat> And she was like, okay, keep her company till I get back. And I remember looking, like, on being on the phone and, like, looking at my grandmother, like, okay, <laughs> how long are you going to be? Right. And she's like, I don't know, still got another couple of stores to go to. Just whatever, just keep her company. So I get off the phone and I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do? Have now? you never been, had you never been alone with your grandmother before? No, no, there had always been a buffer. It was at that moment. I was probably about oh 13 God. years old. I realized that I had never been alone with my grandmother. And that's such a perfect, outside of her, like maybe babysitting me. That's such when a I was perfect like story. It's so perfect <clears throat> because I can totally picture you and, and myself, if I was 13, having that same reaction. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't know what to do with her. And keep in mind, <laughs> this is disrupting me from like playing video games and I'm doing my own stuff. And I'm like, and now I have to sit with this old lady. So your grandmother, we sat in the kitchen. <laughs> I know. And so she, we sat there and she like asked me some questions or whatever, like school, school, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And then it was like that silence after every question. So then somehow we started talking about her childhood and she was saying like somehow how poor her family was because she was like a daughter of a sharecropper. And she was saying like somehow we talking about Christmas and she was saying how happy she would be uh, over Christmas if she got like an orange. And I'm like, I'm oh. still there with like my Game Boy and I'm like an orange, you say? Hmm. Yes. And it's just, it was like so weird. And one story she told about, because she had 15 brothers. Your parents didn't give you an orange at Christmas? Actually, we just had a fruit basket that would always be there at Christmas. Oh, we always got got oranges in our stockings. We got oranges in our stockings. No, it was just. Because it was a rare thing. It would just be a fruit. We got it. Yeah, so like that's what she said. We got a banana and an orange and an apple. (laughs) So she she told the story about how like her and her brothers and sisters, they were so poor 
that when their my great grandmother was sending them to school, she would give them like a, a pan of cornbread and like a pail of maple syrup. Oh, yeah. And at recent, like for lunch, they will all have to break off pieces of the maple syrup and I mean break off pieces of cornbread and dip it in the syrup. And that was their lunch. That was lunch, yeah. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And she was like, sometimes the, the teachers would feel bad for them because they were poor and they would like bring them in like bologna sandwiches Aww. or something like that. And I'm like sitting there like, I hate bologna. And it was just like, really? <laughs> she looked at me like I was the most like entitled, spoiled little um, shit. But I'm like, you should be happy because this is what you, didn't you want your grandkids to be sitting well, in the sure. house like this? And like, But she wanted you to at least recognize the deprivation that she had yeah, experienced. I get that now. I get that now. But yeah, kids I, are run in general. She's since passed. My grandmother actually passed from COVID last year. Oh, crap. And I wasn't particularly close with her. This is like one of the things that really sticks, st- like sticks out with me. Besides all of the reprimanding and beatings with switches she did to me when I was like five, <laughs> oh, oh, she God. was not very nice. She was very yeah. southern in all fashion. Yeah, yeah, she sounds um, like not fun. But I, I, it's just it sticks with me. Like I always remember having that like <laughs> hour and a half because my mother took her damn time. That hour and a half that I had with her. So I guess that's my Super Bowl story because I was. I like, like it. Super Bowl day. All right, man. I think we Mm -hmm. should wrap up our Super Bowl Sunday. I love that story about your grandma. Well, you know, everybody's not close to their mom. My grandparents were dead when I was born, so I didn't even get to meet them. So you said your mother was like 40 when you were born. So I had a lot of older aunts and uncles or aunts and uncles, whatever, that I basically took the place of grandparents. And some of them were great. And some of them were like, not great. And if my, and I'll stop in a second. Like if my aunts and uncles were visiting for Christmas, all of a sudden I'd have to like sleep with my aunt novice and had the same novice was my mother's sister's name. What a great name for a baby. Novice. Oh, that is baby novice. Yeah. And I love my aunt novice, but all of a sudden it was like, well, Carol, you'll sleep with novice. And I was just like, what? Like, all of a sudden, I'm like sleeping. I love when you do your mother's accent, <laughs> Carol. You can sleep with Aunt Novice. That's fine. And I'd just be like, I, but I, <laughs> I, I don't want to sleep with Aunt Novice. Like all of a sudden, I'm like sleeping with Aunt Novice. And I don't know. It just weird me out. It's like, can I sleep on the couch by myself? And eventually, they would let me. I didn't want to be rude and offend her either, but it's just it's similar. I mean, who so, yeah, like all of a sudden, you're like sleeping with somebody you're not used to sleeping with. I did sleep with her sometimes. She snored a little bit. Whatever. It was okay, but. I, I don't know when you're a kid it's weird being around somebody like old especially if you don't be. really know them it can be i did know her i knew her like growing up with her but like it's different all of a sudden sleeping with somebody or all of a sudden or it's the same when they try to pawn you off on some other kid oh there's a kid they have kids go go hang out with those kids i don't know those kids <laughs> i used to hate that i hate they it just too. Like, assume like, that because your kids you'll get along and i'm like oh why are i don't know them and then all of a sudden like they're mean they leave you shut the door all of a sudden they're like mean or something and you're like Jesus Christ. Now I'm like stuck with these assholes the whole time. That's true. I, But I know, like, I, I really do love when you tell stories about your mother because I love that accent that you're able to just put on. Like, I can't, like, my grandmother had an accent. She was from Alabama. I can't really do her accent because I didn't grow up in the South. It was very, Thank she talked, she talked real fast like this. That, that, mm-hmm. And I can't really. I can probably work it up. I can probably get learn to do it if I think about it enough. Yeah. Like it's because it's like Southern accents are different. There's sometimes there's a slow draw. Sometimes there's like to it. And yeah, they're very different. Yeah. My mother's was more classic. Yeah. It sounds like a Southern draw. And her sister's, my aunt novice was a little more like, a little more like that. And she would say, I'm a little toughy. My doctor says I'm a little toughy. Yeah. That's like closer to my grandmother. Yeah. She was a little more like that. I will bring my mom and my aunt and whoever back into the show every now and again. 
I think you should. Like maybe your dad too. Your dad was Southern also, right? Well, he was, but he had no accent or very little accent. He, wow. I have a little he, bit. I have a little trace of a Southern accent that comes and goes depending on how much I drank. Mm-hmm. My dad was the same way. He did not have hardly any accent, and my mother had a very strong accent. And they were both from the same little town in Georgia. Wow, so, that's weird. That. I wonder why. I think because my dad read to me all the time. Like my dad would get in bed with me and read with me at night, and mm-hmm. all kinds of things like little kid books. And then he read the Bible to me. He would read Greek Greek myths and just whatever he thought he could get into my little brain he would he would read so he read to me all the time and i think his voice just imprinted on my brain more than hers like seeped in something because i can totally like maybe his i can do her voice maybe it was his parents like maybe his parents were like were they both like also from the south or yeah they were all from Carrollton, georgia my dad's side of the family is a little smarter than my mom's side uh, a little smarter, a little funny. Not that you can't be smart with a Southern accent. Southerners do not come down yeah. on me for that. I'm not saying that. But because my dad's sisters had strong accents, oddly enough. Huh. I don't understand. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. My grandmother, my other There's, grandmother, my father's side of the family were all Northern. Like they, I had an ancestor on my father's side from, I think, North Carolina. She was uh-huh. a slave. I actually found out doing ancestry that she like walked or like basically traveled at oh the beginning God. of the Civil War from North Carolina to Chicago. And I was like, how did she do that? And then I found out that oh she God. was biracial. Oh. And I, I think she was able to actually pretend to be white. And she, she actually pass. just traveled up. Oh my so God. my family on my father's side has been in between Chicago, like between Illinois, Ohio, and Michigan for the last shit, 150 years. Like they, oh, wow. they have like almost no Southern roots. Wow. Okay. And my mother is like the exact opposite of that. Uh huh. Interesting. So yeah, interesting. We will talk about well, this I some more. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Buddy. Come back to it. Thank you all for listening to us ramble and talk about. I feel like a bunch of nothing, but no, I think that's I not. Like it was I think we had, we had several substantive discussions <laughs> and substantial learned, discussions, substantive and substantial, and learned that we need to uh, interview a climate scientist, which we will try to find, or at least somebody yeah. who knows about that shite, because I don't know either. I don't either. I, now I feel uh, ignorant. So thank you. No, for, you're um, not ignorant. Well, ignorant. we're we're ignorant. If I, in uh, no, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But, we're ignorant know. in that we don't really know. Like I'm ignorant of brain surgery, not because I'm stupid. I simply don't know how to be a brain surgeon. Yeah, and I'm just happy we have snow. Like I don't. We're really both care super smart. I like the, snow. The snow's great, and the air is a little cleaner still. And I'm from Michigan. I, I love snow. That's terrific. So this is going to drop a couple weeks after the Super Bowl. So people are going to be even more psyched to know what we thought about the Super Bowl two weeks <laughs> from now. <laughs> and, and we'll see if the I Chiefs... I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we'll see if the Chiefs change their name and we'll find out who... We'll know who won by then. We'll know if Janet Jackson got apologized to, et cetera, et cetera. It's going to be great. I like it. It's going to be good. Yeah, this is going to be good. All right. That's it. So we'd like to thank you for listening. And if you would like to listen again please be sure to like and subscribe to this is going to be good pot on apple or wherever you get your shows if you'd like to follow us please follow us on gonna be good pod on twitter or this is gonna be good pod on instagram and once again i am quentin lamar and if you would like to follow me you can follow me at quentin lamar on twitter and i'm carol scudder you can follow me uh, on instagram at the carol dan or at carol scudder on twitter 
And as always, if you'd like to support our little show, please be sure to buy us coffee on buymeacoffee.com backslash gonna be good pod. Yeah. And y'all take care until next time. That's it. Have a good Sunday, y'all. Bye. Bye.